How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, September the 2nd. My friends, hello, hope you are doing well. And today, I'm actually just going to talk about a lot of different video games. Uh, I wouldn't say that there's necessarily a, a news items associated with these. There's just stuff that is happening on the horizon, and I want to talk about them. And I think that one of the things I would like to do is look at the month to come, because we're in a brand new month here, and there's lots of video games coming out this month. So I'll give you some of the big ticket items. Uh, on September 10th, we see actually a couple of releases. We have Life is Strange True Colors. That's, of course, the next game in the Life is Strange series, very critically acclaimed. There's also NBA 2K22, the next entry in the Tales series, Tales of Arise, and WarioWare, get it together, the next WarioWare game on the Switch. So all of that is on September 10th. That's a big day. Uh, just four days after that, on the 14th, we have Deathloop from Arcane Studios. They're the folks who did Dishonored and Prey. Lots of people looking forward to that one. Uh, two weeks after that, on the 21st, we have Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. And this is a game that looks like it's right out of a Pixar movie. I've had my eye on it for a while. Definitely one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen, at least in terms of cinematics. Uh, on September 24th, we have the director's cut of Death Stranding. And finally, I want to give a shout out on September 30th to Rogue Lords. It's only coming out on PC, but if you are at all interested in uh, roguelikes or deck builders, it's not really a deck builder, but, you know, turn-based tactics kind of games, I would encourage you to check it out. I played the demo and it was a lot of fun. Again, it's called Rogue Lords. Okay, so that's all coming this month. It's a pretty big month. And this is a news item, and it's also coming out at the end of this month. There's a game coming out called Imposter Factory. And this is actually the third installment of the To the Moon series. Now, To the Moon was a game that came out in 2011. It's an indie game, pixel art, kind of interactive story type game. It was made with RPG Maker. But it just exploded in popularity. It was, you know, always going on sale for a couple of bucks. And people always told you to pick it up because it had this very good story. So the final iteration of that story, again, Imposter Factory, is going to be coming out on September 30th. Very cool to see that coming to an end. If you are at all interested in strategy games that are like colony builders, i.e. RimWorld or Prison Architect, there's a game from Paradox Interactive called Surviving Mars, and the premise of the game is in the title. And they just announced that they're going to be making a, a huge new expansion to the game called Below and Beyond. And again, as the name implies, this is going to be going below the surface of Mars, making underground bases and mining for resources, stuff like this. And that's actually coming out next week, next Tuesday. I had a great time with Surviving Mars, and the expansion's only going to be around $20, so feel free to check that out. Here's an indie game that you might be interested in. It's called Cursed to Golf, and they call themselves a golf-like game, which is in reference to roguelike. And the preview of the game is very simple. It's got this 2D pixel art, and you're going from left to right trying to get your ball into a hole. Of course, it is much more arcadey and over-the-top, but I think Rock Paper Shotgun describes it quite well. Quote, Effectively, it is a 2D physics puzzler with power-ups. I say that positively, to be clear, because I think golf looks bad, but this looks rad. A quote-unquote golf-like for those who do not like golf. End quote. And I have to agree, I think the game looked rad. That's going to be apparently coming sometime next year. Here's another indie game, which I think is worth taking a look at. It's called Lost in Random. 
Now, Lost in Random, if you take a look at it, has very strong Tim Burton vibes. It's got this kind of stop-motion animation, lots of blues and purples, very reminiscent of something like Nightmare Before Christmas or Coraline. And it is this action RPG in a very fantastical world. Your character has this sidekick, which is a literal dice, come to life. Combat is real-time, but also has, like, these tabletop elements to it. And it seems like it reviewed well as well. It's actually coming out next week on the 10th, so next Friday. If that sounds like something up your alley. Once again, Lost in Random. Okay, and then super quick, before I run out of time, I'm just going to talk about the games that are heading to subscription services. So over on PlayStation Plus, they've revealed the games coming in September. It's going to be Overcooked, All You Can Eat. That's the best version of the game to have. It's going to be on the PS5. And then on the PS4, Hitman 2. Highly recommended, love that game. And Predator Hunting Grounds. That's going to be available from September 7th to October 4th, all of those. And then over on the Xbox Game Pass, they just announced a whole bunch of games heading to the service. Uh, Final Fantasy 13, Nuclear Throne, Signs of the Sojourner, Surgeon Simulator 2, The Artful Escape, and a few others in there that I haven't heard of, but I'm sure are wonderful. And uh, there you go, folks. I hope you didn't mind the overwhelming amount of games I talked about today, but I'm excited for a lot of those. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. I am going to be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Uh, hope you liked that show. I had a lot of fun doing that show. There's a lot of games in there that I am actually, like, pretty intrigued in. Uh, one of them that I actually couldn't get to was reiterating Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is the tactics games from the XCOM developers set in, like, a very niche comic book run from the 90s, or maybe early 2000s, I don't remember. Um, they did, like, a gameplay trailer where they showed off some of the actual game. Oh my god. I mean, if they give this game the depth that they gave XCOM, I am so excited. They have card mechanics in the game. I'm such a sucker for card mechanics. Oh. And then uh, when I was doing the monthly rundown of, of what's coming this month, I thought to myself, man, I should really be trying to get review copies of some of these games. I think that I would have a lot of fun with WarioWare. I probably would go for Life is Strange, but I haven't actually played the second Life is Strange yet, and I would rather have the full context of that series before I played the new one. Uh, Deathloop is coming to PC. I would love to play that. Kenna Bridge of Spirits I've been raving about forever. And Rogue Lords. I mean, I, I think I talked a little bit about that on the show when, when I did the Steam Next Fest demos. It's the idea that you are the devil and you are recruiting some of the devil's, you know, biggest enemies like Dracula and Bloody Mary, Headless Horseman. I think those were the three from the demo. And then they have these very lengthy story chapters, which feel like, like it feels like a campaign, even though it is a roguelike, where the enemies are random and the skills that you upgrade over time are random and procedurally generated. But it takes like a couple of hours to go through a run because it's also guided by this story. I don't know what happens if you fail a run because, I don't know, when I was playing it was f fairly easy for an experienced player, so... I'm curious to know if you have to do the whole thing over again. You might have to. But anyway, Rogue Lords, I'm, I'm super pumped for that game. I might have a better chance of getting that one as a review copy, too, because it's an, it's an indie game. Actually, who's, I, now that I've said that, I want to know who's publishing it. Oh, it's Nason. Oh, well, that kind of sucks. <laughs>
Nason or Nakin, uh, they're the ones who were just trying to outright steal the IP from from Frogwares, the Sinking City. Ah, uh, well, this game is so good, though, I'm going to try it anyway. So anyway, you know, those are just the games coming this month. It's wild. Uh, besides that, what's going on? Today, Shelby and I watched a documentary about Bob Ross. It's on Netflix. It was a pretty thin documentary, I would say. They weren't able to interview a lot of people because basically Bob Ross had to sign over, or, well, he didn't have to, but through a series of events, the trademarks to the Bob Ross name were signed over to this very scummy corporation that exploits his name for money. And a bunch of people that they wanted to interview didn't want to be interviewed because they were afraid of being sued by this trademark company. They were so sue happy. Lawsuit happy, I should say. So there wasn't a ton there, but I liked watching it because it's Bob Ross and, you know, he was such an awesome guy. And anyway, through watching that documentary, I kind of realized that that's kind of what this after show is. I mean, I'm not nearly as mild mannered and calm voiced, but what he would do is, you know, if you've ever seen Bob Ross, he would talk about his life. He would talk about his son all the different animals that he was taking care of. They would show footage of his animals while he was painting. And, you know, there was this idea that anybody can paint, and he was just there to prove that anybody could get into that hobby. And that's kind of what I try and do with everything with The Observer. And especially with this after show. Like, it's a, it's a gaming show, but it's also all the things around gaming and the lifestyle of being a gamer. I think I'm going to watch some more Bob Ross and take some notes. There was actually a, there was a quote in the movie where he said... You know, my listeners feel like they really know me, and I feel like I really know them. And I don't know if I want to go too far down that road. You know, I I very much want to avoid a parasocial relationship, but the spirit of what he was saying was really there, right? There's there's a camaraderie and a a kindness and a happiness, and that's what I'd like to bring. So anyway, I, I have talked more than I should. Thanks for being here. Back with the news tomorrow. Farewell.